I made a huge mistake last year. Actually, I made 10 of them. (laughs) On today's episode, I'm digging into personal, family, and business. 10 things I'm leaving behind in 2022. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full time. I do this with my birth photography certification and my seven step marketing system. So I announced this last week on the show, but basically we're doing like a radio show style um, addition to the podcast where you guys can submit your questions, um, whether it's through voice text or regular text that I will answer on the show. So shoot me a text 405-294-9973 and just say I'm a podcast listener. And if you want to share your question, then awesome. But if you just want to have my number saved in your phone so that if something pops up that you can just be like, Hey, I thought of a question I want to ask for the podcast and you can send it over. So I'm really, really excited about that. 405-294-9973. Okay. My goal with every episode of this show is to make it about you, the listener. I want you to always walk away from each episode feeling one of two things or both, but at least one. And that is feeling inspired or feeling like you have really clear action steps to get you a specific result. So in this episode, I'm starting every sentence with like me, myself and I, and it feels a little bit indulgent. But my hope is that you see yourself in some of these points. And you hear at least two to three things that you want to take with you into your own business. Okay, so here are 10 things I'm leaving behind in 2022. I didn't know if I should say behind in 2021, because that's the year I'm like leaving them behind. But I also didn't know if I should say behind in 2022, like I'm in 2022, I'm leaving these behind. Okay, maybe overthinking it a little bit. So hopefully you're with me and you know what I'm saying. So the first thing I'm leaving behind is caring what people think about me. And this has been an ongoing battle. I'm sure that it is for you too. We've touched about it here and there um, on the show But whenever I sit and I really, I focus too much on what people think about me, I'm doing it from a place of insecurity because I'm worried that people won't like me for me. Can you relate to that? Like, I feel like if I put myself out there, that's really where it comes from is that if I'm being authentically and genuinely myself, that people might not like me. So there are things that I did and said in 2021 that um, were a version of me, but I want to be really, truly authentically myself in 2022, because I truly believe that when you are who you are, you attract your tribe, you attract your people. And we talk about it all the time on this show um, and in my courses about attract and repel. And if you're vanilla, people aren't attracted or repelled. They're just nothing. So you're kind of just neutral to them. But when you repel people, you will attract different people. And those people that you're attracting are your tribe. So are you caring 
too much about what people think about you. When you post on social media, when you write an email newsletter, when you go live on Facebook, when you have an interaction with your client, there is a difference in my mind between being a kind, good person and caring what people too much about what people think about you. Because my goal is to never want to like alienate someone because they don't believe the same thing that I believe. And my goal is never to make people feel bad about what they believe in. But just because we're different, just because we might believe different things doesn't mean that I shouldn't show up with who I am and what I believe. And the same is true for you. So navigating that can be a little bit tricky sometimes. And, you know, one thing that I um, sometimes pause and hesitate doing, and I'll just be totally honest, is sharing about my faith on this podcast or on social media, because I know there are some of you, maybe a lot of you who don't have that in common with me. But the truth is, it's such a huge part of my life. And it's such a huge part of who I am, like it is who I am. And so it's sometimes more awkward for me to not share what God is doing in my life than to share. Like it's more awkward not to share meaning that like it feels uncomfortable for me to not say to you, this is what happened to me today. I was praying and here's what happened. Or I read this Bible verse and it made me think about this. It's such a natural part of who I am with my family and my friends that when I'm not that way for you, it almost feels awkward because it's so much of who I am. So that's one small example of something that I just want to let go of is not alienate people, not make people feel bad because we might not agree, but instead to be who I am um, without alienating people. And, And by alienating people, I mean making them feel bad for not believing the same thing that I believe. I don't know if I'm articulating that perfectly, (laughs) but that is what I want to, one of the things, the first thing that I want to let go of in 2022. The second thing I want to let go of is getting distracted with shiny objects in my business. It is so easy, friends, and I am quite sure a lot of you can relate to this. It is so easy to hear about a new, big, great, exciting thing and feel this like FOMO if you don't do it. I know some of you might feel that way about TikTok. That's the first example that just popped into my head is, oh, the train is leaving for TikTok. Like I've got to jump on it. Otherwise, I'm going to miss the train. And I talk to you guys often about building one bridge before you start building another. Because think about if you were building a bridge and you stopped halfway to go start building something else and you're stuck there with a half-built bridge that doesn't do you any good right? A half-built bridge is not useful. It gets you closer, but you're still not there. And then you go to build a second bridge and a third bridge and a fourth bridge. And you've got all of these half-built bridges that could be birth photography, that could be family photography, that could be branding photography, that could be you know, a coaching side of your business or a consulting side of your business, or you want to do something that has to do with passive income. And you start halfway building all these bridges and wonder why you're not seeing the results that you want to see in your business. And this is something that I saw in myself is I am such a multi-passionate person. Like I am a true entrepreneur to where I want to do like all the things. And it's so important to have discernment between, um, what am I trying to say? Like not like multiplying your income streams, but they say the average millionaire has like seven streams of revenue. And so I was like, okay, on the one hand, I want to have multiple streams of revenue. But on the other hand, I have to completely build one stream to the other side of the bridge 
before I start on a second one. And I think that is where discernment comes in. Like, have I fully built this first bridge or am I jumping to the next shiny object in my business? So there's a lot of things because we have two businesses and there's so many things going on in both of those businesses, it can be easy to um, kind of get FOMO and feel like I need to jump off to the next shiny object. And that is the, that is something I want to leave behind in 2021 because I know, and I'm sure you do too, in my business, what produces the most revenue, what produces the most profit and what I actually enjoy doing the most. That's the bridge that I want to build before I start on another bridge. Okay, the third thing I want to leave behind in 2022, I think I should have said 2021 now that I'm saying it, leave behind in 2021. (laughs) You guys know what I mean. Number three is doing things in my career that I don't love, which kind of goes along with number two. Um, I've shared with you guys before, I haven't edited my own photos in a long, long time. I shared with you in a recent episode where I said like seven things I don't want to tell you, the title was something along those lines, that I'm not taking any new birth clients in 2022. Um, we're scaling back at the studio pretty significantly because over the last 18 months, I've realized that where my heart and passion is, is serving my audience, serving you guys and helping you grow businesses so you can retire your husband, so you can quit your full-time job. And I, that's where my passion is now. And being a photographer for 10 years, like I loved it and will always love photography, but as I start to look at this of like, okay, doing things in my career that I don't love, that would be scaling back not only births, but the studio in general. Another big thing that I've never really particularly enjoyed that is necessary to business is customer service and like emails, just emails, just, just sitting down and having like 20 emails or 50 emails to go through is like daunting and exhausting to me. And so you kind of have two options in your business when you're like, okay, there are things that I do not love to do. You can either drop it completely, like I shoot weddings and I don't really want to shoot weddings anymore, drop it completely, or find somebody to do it for you. Those are kind of your two options. So like I said, to make room for the things that I do love, like that's why I'm dropping some of these things. Like my favorite thing in my business is creating content like I'm doing right now. Like it lights me up. Wednesday is my content creation day. Today is Wednesday. And I jump out of bed, like excited on Wednesdays to sit down and like outline podcast episodes, record podcast episodes, create social media content. Like it makes me so excited. And this is called your zone of genius. Now, I'm not calling myself a content creation genius. Okay, far from it. But it's something that I love to do. And it helps people. And you know what? You also have a zone of genius, something that you could do for hours and hours and hours, and you're like tired, but you still have a big smile on your face, right? So my encouragement for you is to go into the new year and find more things like that, like the things that you love to do and let go of the things in your business, whether removing them completely or outsourcing them when you can, those tasks that drain your energy. Because when your energy is drained, you don't have room left for that zone of genius thing that's really going to elevate and help your business stand out. Okay, the fourth thing is focusing on things that get me followers and not money. Okay, we're all in business. We all need to make money. We all need to make a profit to stay in business and make the impact that we want to make. And when we're focused on followers and not revenue, 
that can be a quick uh, recipe for disaster. And here's some examples in our business. Um, So Carmela helps me with Instagram a lot. So we had a content meeting um, just a couple days ago where we are really looking at what are our goals for content creation, the podcast, social media, all that stuff in 2022. And in 2021, we were really focused on Instagram engagement. What is our engagement percentage and how can we improve that? Every single week we would meet and she would share that number with me and we'd talk about things that we could do to get the engagement percentage up. And I realized that engagement doesn't make me money. It gets people to maybe follow me. It gets people to engage with my content, but it does not directly affect my bottom line when somebody likes my Facebook post or my Instagram post. And so instead of focusing on engagement, we're going to focus on awareness. And there is a difference. Awareness is how many times is my post being shared? How many times is my post going out to somebody new to create brand awareness? And there's more that goes into awareness, but that's a piece of it. So instead of monitoring engagement, we are looking at monitoring shares specifically. So where in your business are you potentially focused on followers and not necessarily revenue? Can followers turn into revenue? Sure. But which are you tracking and which are you really looking at and why are you doing the things that you're doing? TikTok, again, is another perfect example of this. You guys know I love TikTok as a creator as well as a consumer. I really love it. And it was a big focus for us in quarter three, mainly as an experiment. Like I just wanted to see what could happen if I posted consistently. And we grew. We grew to about 22,000 followers in, I want to say, 60 to 90 days. Like it was really, really quick. And that was exciting. That's like, oh, wow, we can build like a really large platform. But when I really dug down and I really looked at where did our revenue come from in the beauty and birth? What was the lead source that brought us revenue? And you can think about this same thing for your photography business. It wasn't TikTok. We had a lot of followers on TikTok. We had a lot of views. We had a lot of engagement. But when it came down to people actually purchasing, those purchases did not come from TikTok. Now, do I think they won't ever in the future? No. But the point here is I was focused on followers more than bottom line revenue. So that's a mistake I made in 2021 that I'm going to shift moving forward into 2022. So I hope that you can see maybe in your business where you might be making that same mistake and start to correct it. Number five is control. I'm letting go of control in 2022. And this has been a big one for me for many, many years. It was my word in, of the year in 2019. So it's been, a, it's been a primary thing in my head. But it can be sneaky, you guys. Like being controlling can be sneaky and we can disguise it. And it doesn't look like we think it looks. So here's what I mean. I've had several friends over the years tell me that they admire me for being intentional. And I do think I'm good at being intentional. And I do think it's one of my strengths um, with a lot of things in my life. Like we do a annual planning retreat. I'm intentional about date nights with my kids and family nights and time spent with my friends and sending, you know, random text messages to friends telling them that how much they mean to me and being intentional with um, not dieting, but focusing on food and my relationship with food and like how I spend my time and time blocking. Like I am an intentional person. But over the last 12 months, I have realized that if I let it, 
being intentional can kind of be a fancy way and a nice way of procrastination or perfectionism. Because I'm saying I want to be intentional with my time, I'm trying to control every single minute of my life. Because I'm saying I want to be intentional with my kids and I want to have date nights with them, am I potentially also saying I kind of want to control their life? And by saying that I want to be intentional about fitness and health, Am I kind of wanting to control that? Not always, but sometimes. And so I just want to be aware of how me trying to control situations can be sneaky. And looking back at how I used the word intentional in 2021, I can see sometimes places where it was a new form of trying to take back control, like giving it a new name and fancy packaging, but it's still me trying to be in control. Hopefully that resonates with you a little bit and you can maybe see um, some examples of that in your own life. I don't think being intentional is bad. I think that being intentional is a gift. I'm very thankful for that gift. I don't want to float through life. I want to savor every minute. I want to have date nights with my kids. I want to have date nights with my husband just to enjoy that time. But I don't ever want me being intentional to start turning into me trying to gain control over my life. because. As you guys know, God has control over my life, not me. I'm not the one driving the ship here. So instead of me trying to grasp everything and keep a firm grip on my life, instead, I want to look to him to know what my next step is. Okay, really quick, I want to share this with you, and then we'll get back to the episode. Is it your goal to become the go-to birth photographer in your area? Well, I have photographed over 120 births and I've taught hundreds of photographers how to confidently photograph birth. And I know you might be thinking like, I need to learn birth photography in person. I can't learn virtually. Or maybe you're thinking like, can I even do birth photography right now? Well, I have a training that is available instantly for Netflix style binging. I'm sharing my six step framework to confidently photograph birth and how to thrive as a birth photographer during COVID. And like I said, this training is available instantly. If you want to learn this, head over to TaviaRedburn.com slash training. That's T-A-V-I-A-R-E-D-B-U-R-N.com slash training. Okay, number six mistake that I made in 2021, and I'm leaving it behind, is relying on one form of traffic relying on one form of traffic for my business. And I heavily relied on Facebook ads in 2021. We had other um, ways of organic marketing like Instagram, um, like our free Facebook group. Um, We had some affiliates and things like that. But I was really, really heavily relying on a Facebook ad. And maybe some of you found me through a Facebook ad. Maybe you joined some of my courses through a Facebook ad, which is fantastic. It worked. Like, it definitely worked. We had one of our best year, if not the best year in business last year. So Facebook ads can definitely work, and I'm not saying to discount them. 
But I am saying, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. I don't want to put all my eggs in the Facebook ads basket because then if something happens to where they don't allow me to advertise anymore or the price is so expensive that it doesn't even make sense anymore, what am I doing? Like, then what do I do? Because I've put all my eggs in the Facebook ads basket. So I am not relying on one um, source for traffic so heavily in 2022. Number seven is to stop reading books just to read them or feel like I have to finish them because I started them. Every single year for as long as I can remember the last probably five years, I've set some sort of intellectual book goal because I love nonfiction books. I've learned so much from nonfiction books for my personal life and my business. I love reading them. But it started to become a chore. And I noticed that in 2021, where I was like, okay, I feel like I have to finish this book before I can move to the next one. Sometimes I just didn't want to finish it. It wasn't what I thought it would be. Um, I had already gotten a lot out of it and I didn't need to read anymore. There's so many reasons why I wouldn't finish a book. And I think that this year I want to allow myself to purchase a book, read the chapters that I need or want to read to get the information and move on. Like I do not have to read every single page. And if I start a book and I don't like it, I can quit it. So this is the first year in probably five years that I have not set a um, goal to read a certain number of books. I listen to audiobooks all the time. I'll never stop purchasing books. Like I'm still going to read them, but I'm just taking the pressure off of feeling like I have to hit a certain number of books because what's the intention there? The intention there is to learn and not only to learn, but to practice what I'm learning and execute what I'm learning. And I don't want reading nonfiction books to ever turn into procrastinate learning where I'm just continuing to learn instead of taking action. And so in 2022, podcasts, audiobooks, and nonfiction books are definitely my friend, but I'm going to dig in and look for what I actually need right then in my business. Take that and keep going. Number eight, the eighth thing that I want to leave behind in 2022 is using work as my hobby. I no longer want to have free time that I decide to start checking things off my work to-do list. Um, I think as entrepreneurs, this is a big, big problem, especially whenever you're a mom, especially whenever your kids are home and you're just kind of squeezing in work whenever you can get it done. Work starts to turn into your hobby. And I've realized that about myself over the last years. If I have any free time, I sit down to work. And I think that if I had like a hobby, I think I've shared this on the show, maybe on Instagram, I can't remember. If I had like a really good hobby, then I would be motivated to finish what I need to do for work for the day and partake in my hobby and spend time with my family. So if you have a hobby that you love, I want to hear about it. DM me on Instagram and let me know um, because I'm in search of a hobby. That's one of my goals for 2022. Like I need to find something other than kids, family, like spirituality, working out and work. Like I need something that's just for me. So that's number eight. I'm going to stop using work as my hobby. Number nine, I'm letting go of my old personal finance habits. So here's what I mean. And this is always a work in progress, right? Like we can always improve. We can always be better. But in my 20s, I did the Dave Ramsey thing. Like I was gung-ho, Dave Ramsey, debt is evil or whatever he says. And like debt snowball, we got out of debt. Like I knew everything that Dave Ramsey um, preached. Like I knew everything. And I realized in my late 20s, 
whenever we got back into debt, we got a car note, we got a credit card, we purchased a new home that was not on a 15-year mortgage. (gasps) Like so shocking, right? Um, Extremes do not work well for me. And this is true in multiple areas of my life. So I'm just getting real personal here. And I think that maybe some of you can relate to this. So that's why I'm sharing it. Extremes just don't work well for me in any area of my life. And Dave Ramsey is very, very extreme, especially for somebody like me at the time who was not in a dire financial situation. Like we had money, we had, yes, we had some debt that we wanted to pay off, but we weren't in a dire financial situation where we like had to get out of debt and like get gazelle intense and all of that stuff that he talks about. So we put off, this is coming full circle to this. We put off investing for a long time and we didn't invest as much money as now I wish that we had in our twenties. Like the amount of money that can turn like into retirement savings. If you're putting aside a hundred bucks a month, starting at age 20 is incredible. It's like over a million dollars. And I wish that we had continued investing when we were getting out of debt. So I want to let go of my old personal finance habits from my 20s and even my early 30s. I'm 34. It's time to like start looking at these things. Like investing hadn't been a big priority. The last couple of years we've gotten our act together, but I want to really hone in and focus on those activities that I know are going to serve me and my family and my kids and my grandkids um, long-term and make investing a priority in 2022. Hope that wasn't like too personal. (laughs) I don't think there's such thing, right? So number 10 is letting my husband handle all the schooling for the kids. That is one thing that I want to let go of in 2021. And it's not because he's doing a bad job at all. He's doing a great job. It's because I want to be involved. Like whenever he was working a full-time job and I was both homeschooling and working, I enjoyed doing school with him. Was it always easy? No. Was it always like perfect? Absolutely not. Did I always love it? No. But now that I haven't been in it and I haven't been doing it as much, I realize I miss it. I like learning with my kids. I like spending that time with them. And so a big priority for me in 2022 is going to be spending more time doing school with them, even if it's just an hour a day, like sitting down and being able to help them with their school or teach a lesson or something like that. So that almost felt like that episode that I did. That was seven things I don't want to tell you. Like that almost felt like that again, but I just, I was reviewing the things that, um, like the mistakes that I made in 2021 and like things that I wanted to improve from whenever we did our annual planning. And I was like, I think that people would like to hear this. Like, I think that people might, um, like to sort of hear the lessons that I've learned because I know for me, whenever I listen to other business owners and hear sort of the mistakes that they were making, um, it's helpful to like learn from other people's mistakes so you don't have to live them yourselves. And so I hope that that's what this episode was for you. And I hope that you gleaned a couple of pieces of um, wisdom or something that you can move forward with in your business. In fact, I'd love to know, did you relate to any of these? Like, were there any that you could relate to? Like, are there some things that you also want to let go of in 2022? Let me know. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at underscore the beauty and birth underscore. And just tell me what resonated with you and what you're going to let go of in 2022. Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast, please hit subscribe wherever you're listening. Even text it to a friend. If you're like, hey, this might help you. I thought of you when I heard this. Text message this episode to a friend. Thank you so much, each and every one of you who have left a review for this show. Those help 
the show reach more people. So thank you. And my friend, remember, if you have a passion, it's not an accident because not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, I hope that you get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.